SSRI, to do or not to do, that's the question. So what are they? SSRI stands for Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitor. They're a type of antidepressant that works by increasing levels of serotonin within the brain. And serotonin is often referred to as the feel-good hormone. Our journey and experience with these has not been straightforward by any means. When Max started having seizures at the age of 13, his epilepsy was managed with the help of sodium valparate until he hit 16. Because he had been seizure-free for effectively three years, it was decided to take him off epilin and see how things went. This was around March time, and by the time we got to August, he was very withdrawn, had lost weight and was not affectionate and tactile as he had been previously. I raised this with the seizure clinic as some other young people who were able to articulate how the withdrawal made them feel had made their feelings clear and I asked why if they knew the withdrawal affected patients did they not take precautions against that. Epilim contains a mood stabilizer so withdrawal meant a patient would understandably feel low. I believe this was something that didn't happen and it certainly didn't in Max's case. He returned to school in September and within a day or so he bit the escort on the school bus. I was distraught because the person in question was on warfarin so it wasn't a good thing that they, he had done this. There was an investigation into what happened, which meant he was taken off transport. School specialised in autism, but everyone was nervous of Max. He was self-harming by banging his head off walls, hitting out at anyone that was in his path, and he wasn't in a good place. This continued for a few weeks, and I was desperately trying to get an appointment with CAMS, the mental health team, and there was a waiting list to be seen. So I took him to a private consultant, the consultant prescribed a small dose of fluoxetine and within four days Max had a seizure and was put back on epilim whilst taking fluoxetine at the same time. He transferred to the CAM service and they oversaw his care under fluoxetine. We continued like this for a year with an awful lot of bad days. School were calling a lot. I was trying to hold down a part-time job in a hospital which became impossible because I was taking calls from school very frequently about what had happened with Max every day and I really struggled with what to do for the best and where my place was at that time. Of course it was by Max's side, but a small bit of me was hanging on desperately to the normality of that job. It was something that I really wanted to continue with because it was me time. I was using my brain and feeling like I was Nicola and not just Max and Josh's mum. In the end I succumbed and I gave it up. But anyway, during the October half-term, I took both boys to get a favourite treat of theirs at a drive through On the way home, for no apparent reason, Max launched at me and tore my left arm to shreds, biting and scratching and hitting his head off the gear stick. But he was bleeding. He was also trying to attack Josh, who was in the back seat. I was aware of other drivers at traffic lights watching me in horror, but I had no choice other than to keep driving the car and keeping my hand over the gear stick so when he headbutted it, he invariably was headbutting my hand. We got home, I cleaned Max up after I had taken a photo of him and a photo of my arm and I sent the photo to Cam's with a message saying we could no longer continue like this. To this day, I feel so sad when I recall that image of Max after the incident. He knew he had done wrong, but looking at him and watching him sob was one of the most disturbing things ever. Within minutes I got a call from CAMS and the decision was made to withdraw him from fluoxetine. He then transferred to adult CAMS and the help we have received has been amazing. This has not been plain sailing, as in our experience there's been a lot of trying out of meds to get the balance right. He takes sodium valparate twice a day. For anxiety and depression he takes sertraline and cotiapine.
Josh at the, around the age of 13 years was prescribed fluoxetine for his ADHD. I know I mentioned the fact that they are very different as brothers, but even down to meds is a completely different reaction. So far, Josh appears less affected to the same degree as Max. Last summer, Max was struggling with chronic fatigue, loss of appetite, bleeding gums and blood in his urine. He had three transfusions of blood and had been found to be extremely B12 deficient. He also has difficulties with what we believe is gastritis, so he's been prescribed lansoprazole to help with that. As a family, we were all upset and very concerned because it was not easy, easy to see either of the boys unwell. It becomes more stressful when they can't communicate the symptoms, and I applaud everyone involved who helped try to find the root of the problem. I'm not a GP, but I would say that I'm always scared, and I constantly put my trust in the doctors because, after all, they're the ones trained to know what they're doing. I also feel guilt that perhaps the decisions I've made to improve Max's quality of life have been the wrong decisions, and I'm horrified to think that the meds may be causing side effects that give him such angst at times. The jury's out, and I haven't come to any conclusions on SSRIs. But the doctors I continue to trust. They're the ones that will discover what's going on within the complex soul that is Max. I sometimes find it hard to believe that things will turn out all right, but I do hope that my cynicism is misplaced. And without the NHS in our corner, I don't believe that we will ever know all the answers. We need them more than they will ever know.